It's Monday, November 20th, and you're listening to Met Radio 1280 AM in Toronto. Good morning. I'm Gabriel Hilti, and this is Morning Mixtape News. These are the top stories today. Nathaniel Veltman is found guilty of first-degree murder for running over the Afzal family in London, Ontario in 2021. A look ahead at sentencing with Canada's terrorism laws in the spotlight. In Toronto and beyond, grocery store No Frills reaches a tentative agreement with Unifor. This after grocers post higher profits and Unifor workers secured better wages at Metro in the summer. Then, social media company X is losing big advertisers like Disney and Apple. The development after owner Elon Musk endorsed an anti-Semitic post and hate speech rises on the platform. Then, Samina joins with the segment of Turn the Page, and after, sports and today's weather forecast round off the show. Let's look at the headlines. A jury in Windsor, Ontario on Thursday found Nathaniel Veltman guilty on four counts of first-degree murder and one count of attempted murder. CBC News and others report Veltman was accused of deliberately running over and killing four members of the Muslim Afzal family and injuring one more. The Crown argued in court that this was an act of terrorism. Much of the focus is now on the upcoming sentencing that will put Canada's terrorism laws to the test. The trial was the first time terrorism laws were tried in front of a jury in Canada. After the guilty verdict, it is now up to the presiding judge, René Pomerantz, to look at the evidence and decide if the crime was a case of terrorism. A finding of terrorism won't change the penalty for Veltman for first-degree murder, which is automatically life in prison without parole before 25 years. The terrorism designation could affect his parole eligibility further into the future. CTV News reports that experts in anti-terrorism and security laws like Michael Nesbitt at the University of Calgary, say the trial is unique. It's the only murder case to date with terrorism allegations based on an association with white supremacy. Nesbitt says the case is likely to force the courts to confront the lack of a clear definition to what constitutes an ideology inside terrorism laws. Ideology is a clear element of terrorism, and the courts will need to address what evidence is needed to prove ideology when a person like Veltman is not specifically connected to a group. A date for the sentencing hearing will be selected on December 1st in London. Victim statements from family, friends, and community members are also expected. Members of the community outside the courthouse on Thursday said a terrorism designation would send a strong message against hate. For them, the grief, loss, and trauma is continuous. They say the verdict is a symbolic recognition of the seriousness of the crime. Salman Afzal, his wife Madia Salman, their 15-year-old daughter Yumna, and grandmother Talat Afzal were killed in the attack. The couple's nine-year-old son was seriously injured but survived. Now, Loblaw-owned grocery store No Frills averts a strike at 17 Ontario stores after reaching a tentative deal with Unifor workers. CBC News and others report the union reached a tentative agreement Sunday to avert the strike that could have started as early as today. National Unifor President Lana Payne says the deal includes pattern wages and other improvements for members. The specific details won't be released until the ratification vote on the deal by union members in the coming days. Unifor represents thousands, 
in all major sectors of the economy and is the largest private sector union in Canada. This negotiation comes after a summer where thousands of Toronto-area metro workers striked for months for better pay and working conditions. The strike was eventually resolved with a five-year deal that included wage increases for all workers. The mobilization in the grocery sector is on the backdrop of soaring profits and the increasing use of food banks. Canada's two largest grocers, Loblaw and Metro, reported higher profits in their most recent quarters. The National Observer and others reported Loblaw having a third quarter profit of $621 million and Metro having a fourth quarter profit of $222 million. Both figures are increases of over 10% compared to the same quarters last year. The federal government says more competition is needed in the sector. They have yet to take significant action on competition and lowering grocery prices. Finance Minister Christia Freeland says they are prepared to use all tools, including tax policy, to help prices stabilize. In technology, advertisers flee the social media app X after owner Elon Musk endorses an anti-Semitic post. The New York Times and others report major advertisers, including Disney, Apple, and IBM, are stopping their spending on the platform, formerly known as Twitter. Elon Musk on Friday endorsed a post of an anti-Semitic conspiracy theory as, quote, the actual truth. A Thursday report by the U.S. campaign group Media Matters highlighted ads on X appearing next to posts touting Adolf Hitler and other white nationalist content. X's chief executive, Linda Yaccarino, shared a post on the platform after Musk's comments, saying, quote, X's point of view has always been very clear that discrimination by everyone should stop across the board. In the past, Yaccarino said brands were protected from showing up next to toxic posts. The pause of millions of dollars of advertising on X comes as hate speech has risen since Elon Musk's takeover of the platform. Various reports and studies show increasing misinformation and an unresponsiveness to hate speech and similar content. A NewsGuard report also shows misinformation on the recent escalation in the Middle East is primarily shared by verified accounts that are boosted by X's algorithm. Switching from the headlines to our daily segment, here's Samina with a book recommendation in Turn the Page. Hello listeners, welcome to Turn the Page. My name is Samina. Each week I'm going to make a book recommendation and I hope it gets you turning the pages. We didn't call the police right away. Later I would blame myself, wonder if things might have turned out differently if I hadn't shrugged it off, insisting dad wasn't missing missing, but delayed, probably still in the woods looking for Eugene, thinking he'd run off somewhere. With an opening sentence like that, how could you not want to read more? Each morning, 14-year-old Eugene and his father Adam take a walk in the woods. When Eugene returns home, he's nearly hit by a car. He also returns home without his father. Eugene is autistic and has a rare genetic disorder called Mosaic Angelman Syndrome. He is nonverbal. There is no way the family can ask what happened this morning. The title of the book is Happiness Falls. The author is Angie Kim. This book was an instant New York Times bestseller. It was also chosen as a book club pick by Good Morning America, Barnes & Noble, and Book of the Month. It is a mystery, a thriller, and a family drama. It is also succinct. There are no inconsistencies or incomplete plot lines. Angie's writing is comprehensive and shows her skills in crafting a mystery. 
As a lawyer, readers can see her expertise in the pages. From the outset, you are engrossed in the mystery, which is dynamic, riveting, engaging, and exposes family secrets. It turns out Adam was researching a philosophical question. He was trying to determine the happiness quotient and the mathematical variations involved in making this deduction. Mia Parkinson and her twin brother John moved back home to Northern Virginia during the pandemic. This story is told from the first-person perspective by Mia. Her perspective is unique because she uses footnotes to enhance it. She adds relevant information in a stream-of-consciousness style. She explains, It's one of my biggest faults and something I'm trying to work on. To be honest, I don't like shutting it down entirely because sometimes those tangents can end up being important and or fun. For example, my honors thesis, philosophy of music and algorithmic programming, Lock, Bach, and K-pop versus Prokov, Sarte, and Jazz Rap grew from a footnote in my original proposal. Also, I can't help it. It's the way my mind works. So here's a compromise. I'll put my side points in footnotes. As a mixed-race family, Mia's father is white and her mother is Korean. They were worried about calling the police. Mia's mother can't fathom whether Eugene played a role in her husband's disappearance. Mia decides she needs to snoop on her own to find out what happened. She unearths more secrets than she could have known. If you find there's a book you want to read immediately, check with your local library and don't forget to check Overdrive for a digital copy. You can also check your local independent bookstore. Thank you for listening. Happy reading. Today's weather is sunny throughout with a chilly wind. Temperatures steady around 1. In sports, the Raptors won their Sunday game against the Pistons and are back tomorrow against the Orlando Magic. That's everything for today. This is Met Radio 1280 AM in Toronto. I'm your host, Gabriel Hilti. We'll be back tomorrow.